When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Maryland sports fans. There's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. My girl broke up with me. Nah, fuck her. I like that dead silence. Because most people are like, oh, and I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> it was a terrible relationship. She used to catch me masturbating constantly. How is that possible? You ever catch him? Exactly, no. Because when men masturbate, they're in panic mode. See, you never find out, ladies, because when men masturbate, we hear everything. Like... You never take your hand off your dick the whole time. Send a text. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, with your hosts, Elsie and Baco, rubbing one out since 2014. Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I am joined, as always, with the Bizarre Bucko. How are you, sir? I am excellent, Luce. I had a nice uh, 
It's been a good weekend, even though I had to work for a few hours yesterday morning. Uh, typically, that sets my weekend off on a bad path. But, sure. um, you know, with everything being locked down uh, for the last year, I went to my first ticketed event in over a year. Uh, my, my wife is a, a big fan of the macabre. Uh, and uh, like there's, there was a TV show, I think it was called Odds and Oddities, but uh, there's this kind of convention that goes around the country that, that stopped in Minneapolis. We weren't able to go last year because it got canceled, but it, it's called the Oddities and Curiosities uh, Expo. And anyway, it, it's a great place to go if you want to see like uh, baby pigs preserved in jars. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> and you can buy these things too. Uh, it's... Uh, uh, I was I was a little disappointed. You know how much I, I love the Dark Lord. There was not really any satanic imagery that I was able to purchase. That kind of stuff. That's what I was there for. You know the whole sure. Beelzebub. Um, but uh, Amy had a great time. She bought, oh I did get a candle, a scented lake, uh, a <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake candle. <laughs> it smells like smells like you're about to be killed by a man yeah. that says nothing but stab. I think right? it's I think it yeah, stabs it just says stabbing noise. Um, yeah, I think it smells like the inside of Jason's uh, gunny sack mask. Uh, oh, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine that? I mean, you think about your own breath and behind those behind those COVID masks just for an early afternoon, smelling your own thing. Oh. Jason, whew, my God! By the way, and he doesn't think, bathe other than in the lake once in a while, and it, only when he's only ever in the lake when he's in there killing somebody. Yeah, it's it's like Jason the 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 first. I think the first movie he was COVID ready because he had the sack on. That's okay. actually part Past two. Uh, part one. It's, was it Pat's? Okay, part two. That's right. One, he lost it in the... Okay. His mom yeah. is part but, one. That's right. His mom's part one. Then he's got the second. It's interesting they took him into the third movie to get the <laughs> hockey mask. Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah he found it in like yeah. a garage or something like that. Yeah. Talk about a... What a slow progress to an, to an iconic <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? It takes three movies to put on a fucking hockey mask. But um, but back to, back to this. Uh, I want to hear more about this, these odd things. But when you went there... I just want to let you people know that what you're listening to is a fully vaccinated mm. podcast right now. Got my second shot on Friday. Is you called me a pussy because the fact that I did feel out of it that day. Yeah. But um, but but just know that you're safe listening to this the show. But please back to the back to the oddities. Well, I've been uh, fully vaxxed since about the middle of March, I believe. So. Well, that's because they let the 50 year olds go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tear. I, I have no idea how it ended up. I was calling to complain about my doctor not following up with me. And while I was while they're looking up the information there, they're like, oh, by the way, you're eligible for the vaccine. And um, it was right after they rolled out. Um, basically, oh, my, my the field I work in was considered essential. So that's what got me mm. in. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but I got the Johnson sure. and Johnson one and done, baby. The Choney Wipes printing press is essential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the it was a good time. And then, yeah, after that, it was a beautiful day. We went out to eat and uh, ate on the patio, went downtown to uh, where the, the George Floyd thing is still set up. And they had like a little event okay. where they, they painted um, a bunch of art uh, relative to like, you know, you know, social justice on the plywood that was covered over windows. So um, and they had huh. this park set up where they just kind of like that was the canvas that the, that the artist used. But um, that was great until like some music started playing some <laughs> weird Indian drums and then some really bad uh, current uh, techno rap or something. I don't know. Not my cup of tea. So um, the ears started hurting around that time. Gotcha. Um, what about um, going out and about? Is it now here all of a sudden it's like 
no masks. Is that how it is there now, too? Minneapolis and St. Paul have not lifted their indoor mask mandate. Uh, so any business, you know, you know, like certain businesses have kind of eased it in, in other cities. But those two main cities, if, if those like if a Walmart's in Minneapolis, it still has the mask mandate. But outside, uh, no, you didn't have to wear them at all. Um, but you know what? At this fucking expo, there was a, a small amount of people that were like just trying to, you know, I don't know. I I just think these people do it when they know they're not they're supposed to wear it or whatever. It's it's required. It's it's like a political statement. And I just there wasn't many of them though, so it really didn't bother me too much. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, it, 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 I just ask because it's it's uh, it's random here. Like here, yeah. there is no official one. There's some places it says we prefer you to wear masks mm-hmm. and everything like that. So you'll walk into a place and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to get tackled or not. So I just wear it right now because it's this weird transition yeah. period. Um, I think a lot like of if- people do that. Like it's just almost like, you know, I, I, I'll be more comfortable in what I'm not really concerned. I, I think because of the fact that I am vaccinated right. and my wife is vaccinated, exactly. but it's just more the, the, the I don't want to be a, I don't want to stir up shit over something that's stupid. Uh, so, uh, that's kind of where I'm going. They have lifted it throughout the state though. The governor said there is no state ordered mask mandate. It's very confusing for people who want to make it confusing. I I really don't think it's that hard. Um, you know, uh, but it is nice. I gotta tell you though, it is nice not to remember Like it's hard enough for me to say phone keys wallet. (laughs) Like, like, like when you get in that car and you're like, I forgot that one thing. So, but but tell me more about the. I want anything else about the holiday place. It sounds pretty pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, pigs and jars and shit like that. I mean, skulls. This is the first sign that things are back to normalcy. Is the fact that this thing is back on tour. Yeah, I I almost bought a shirt that said "Not today, Jesus," but I didn't like the font. Um, (laughs) That's what it comes down to. So it wasn't. uh, uh, I think it was uh, Gildan too. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you just stick straight with times. No, I don't have a specific font I like. I just didn't like this one. How about that? I mean, okay. you, you're overthinking gotcha. it here. There's okay. all sorts all right. of stuff they could have done to, to improve it for me. Uh, yeah, Amy right. bought a bunch of stuff, though, like little knickknacks and, I don't know, kind of Wiccan, I don't know, weird shit. I don't know. She bought a T-shirt. Uh, okay. So, uh, so basically just added to things you will purge in 10 years where you're like, why the fuck did I buy that? Right. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's what these... A, a, Everything we bought, other than the candles, those will probably get used and thrown away. But sure. Uh, anyway, how about you? What was your weekend like? Uh, uh, why did you uh, uh, postpone our our, uh, our 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 plans get together this morning? Uh, yeah, so we went over to some friends right in the neighborhood, and I thought you said it was a block um, party. Now you're going to a friend's house. You, you can't even keep up with your you own bullshit. I, man. It's easier to go through this because I figure if I say like I'm over at a friend's <laughs> house, it'd be like you have no friends. Blah 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 blah. So I'm, just, I'm just saying it's a block party. It's around the area. It's on the block, and it happens to be a party. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we went over there, and there's just a uh, uh, you know, kit friends that we other uh, that we know through the kids at school and everything like that. So I'd never been out of their house before. And I just, you know, a lot of, a lot of drinking and, and things like that. But the, the, the one just quick anecdote was uh, that I went in there. Everybody loves a good bathroom story. Mm-hmm. So this is a really quick one. And that is simply that, that uh, I've never encountered this before, but I, I took a leak and then I looked down at the toilet and, you know, it's a normal toilet. It's got the lid. It's got a toilet that's at a, at a house and there's no fucking flush there's nothing anywhere. There's no lever. There's nothing. And finally, I pick up this uh, box of Kleenex, and I, a box of Kleenex is just in a paper, like a paper holder or whatever like that, not a, not a big 
decorative one, I lift it up, flushes. So I come out, I'm like, this is a trick toilet. And everything like that. So I go out there and, and I'm like, dude, when you have guests over for the first time, you could have a sign. There's a, but if I, you know, the, this is a trick toilet. It had a sensor. Like it's one of those things you have to move your arms around and stuff like that to flush. Have you ever encountered that in somebody's house? No, you, you don't think it, it would have just flushed as you walked away though? I did it repeatedly. He goes, oh yeah. And by the way, that sensor is really bad now. So you have to lift up the Kleenex box. To, for it to to go, I'm like, what the hell? This, I wouldn't even right? want that, honestly. Uh, all that automatic uh, bathroom stuff drives me crazy. Right, exactly. Right. And what if the battery goes low and yeah. and, and everything like that? And you're just get what, what do you? There's no. There should be a backup lever, man. Too I, much. I too, want too much my toilet to flush. That's what I want it to do. That's I don't. It. I don't want it to to. Although you you're, you seem to be a guy, that I'm surprised you have this take because you seem to want these annoying conveniences that actually that thing I have never liked. I've never liked that and the thing with the the, the towels that come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the sinks are the worst. Fucking button. It's like yeah, yeah that too. We want to make sure that you the water is as cold as fucking possible, and that it takes you you know 15 tries to get your hand the soap off your hands. I just they don't fucking work. Yeah. Or if there should also be a warning like, hey asshole. Before you decide to, to douse your face in water to wash off the grease from, from your day, we don't have any towels. Yeah. You've ever done that? Yeah. yeah. You just, okay. All right. So I'm done with that. Yeah. The air dryers are disgusting, too, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> then you shove your face under it trying to <laughs> make sure it doesn't look like <laughs> you're just either, sweating. What, what else are you going to do? You're going to walk out like you just you just took a big sweaty I don't, shit? I guess I don't wash my face a ton in public restrooms. <laughs> I'm a greasy motherfucker, dude. I have a big... Head, I gotta, I gotta oh, keep boy. that thing nice and unshiny. All right, friend. Well, why don't you just carry around dude wipes for your face and then flush them and then clog I, up some <laughs> target toilet or something? You think the dude? That's not. This is gonna just make you more, more. You know, it's not the right thing. It's not the right uh, absorbency. Hey, so, I, I, I uh, was there. More? I'm sorry. Uh, was I'm there done. More? Okay. No, it was just that. It's just it's like it's like don't don't if you have a <laughs> if you have a peculiar toilet, you got to have some instructions on the wall. That's all. I'm, I'm, I'm with saying. you, and I don't know. I mean, did he have a urinal in there too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. Have you ever been? I've been to another house that had a pisser in it too. I'm like, who the. I've been this? to one house where they had a urinal. I was actually jealous, you know. I was like, "This is." <laughs> it, yeah. it ends the toilet seat conversation if you're if you're married, but uh, I I guess. And this guy, this guy had three young young uh, you know like kids, so I'm, I'm guessing this you know there's somebody that just never flushes the toilet. It's like fuck it, I'll spend an extra hundred bucks and put the sensor on it. But no, you gotta add instructions. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have some kind of sign there, like like you know, yeah. do not put penis in here or something like that. You know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to totally switch gears here, man. Um, this is pretty <sighs> random, but this came up during my week. Uh, have Do they have potbelly uh, sandwich shops out in, in your way? It's they basically like a much... Subway or a, oh, or a Jimmy John's. I think that they're either owned by Einstein or they always come in pairs usually. Okay. For Einstein bagels around here. Like it'll be the same building. But they're the out there. The wall. There are, but almost all of them are out of business. Okay. Well, there, there's one that I, I went to lunch a, a couple times recently and – um, I like to get the, the, the big, they offer the big pickle like Jimmy John's does. And I, I'll, I'll get that, uh, you know, it's kind of like the, 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 the side to my sandwich. I right. get back to work and I open up my pickle and it is like they, they sliced it in half, but what they did is they yeah. actually cut out the center. So this is oh. not a full pickle. This is like two thirds of a pickle. Like, I don't know what they're doing. If they, they cut out the, the, the middle and I just figured, oh, whatever, you know, maybe I'm high. I went uh, uh, about a week later, and I saw somebody wrapping their pickle. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. B- by the way, I, I just during the story so far, I've heard big pickle wrapping the pickle <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, I can't resist. We got to drop at least an oh yeah in there during the story. Oh, All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I, I go back a week later and and I place my order and I go over to get some napkins and I see the woman wrapping a pickle that somebody else ordered. Not only is this not a full pickle, but these are not even two halves of the same pickle. So this is like their their setup. And I'm like, all right, you know, if you're charging me a buck fifty for a pickle, I want the whole pickle. Oh, I don't want the third yeah. in the middle cut out. Oh, you actually actually pay more for this shit. Oh, well, yeah, well, it's wow, yeah, it's yeah. like a side. It's like the avocado of potbelly. Exactly. There you go. So, I asked to not have my pickle sliced, and my the reaction I I, I saw on the face uh, made me it confirmed that they're like, oh boy, he's on to us. <laughs> oh. So did did you get the full? I did. I did. I uh, like, I'm see? not taking those two little thirds of a, another pickle, you know what I mean? I like this. I like I like the fact that you've cut into their profit deal. There you go. Uh, so yeah, so there's there's my hot take, a uh, hot tip for uh, people out there. If you go to a, a pot belly, make sure you ask for your pickle not to be sliced. I wonder if it's just this branch too. If like just that owner is trying to like uh, like kind of cut corners and save a little money, it's like find a different way, Absolutely. man. Charge charge twenty five cents more for the pickle. I'll still buy it. Uh, they went through a thousand customers before some asshole like you finally busted them on their scheme stuff like that they're like do you know how much profit we've made on this this and this other motherfucker also he comes in here do not let him do the the ask for double meat trick (laughs) after you put the meat on there this guy gets us twice pickles and meat Another loss in the uh, the hard rock metal hair metal community. Uh, Tawny Katane yes. recently passed, and uh, I assume you're familiar with uh, Miss Katane or Ms. Katane, Mrs. Katane. Uh, of course, as a young man, stuff like that. But but continue, please. Well, I, I was surprised at how much attention her, her death got. I mean, and not by like major news outlets, by like friends on social media. <laughs> Uh, cause you know, this is not a shot, you know, it, it, when I pass, I probably won't be a lead story on good morning America. So uh, I, I don't mean this is any disrespect to anything that she did, but, um, 
you know, she was basically just, you know, uh, a model in white snake videos that dudes jerked off to. And she had some acting. <laughs> that so she was nice. in She was in Witchboard, I guess, but I think she was naked in that. And then she was in that horrible WKRP remake. But other than that, I only know her for being psycho. Wait, wait, wait. And- Back up. She was in what? WKRP. They did like a second series, and she was in that. So when? she would. I I don't remember that reboot. That's uh, well, it was short lived, and it wasn't good. I only remember seeing a couple episodes. Um, I want to say early nineties, late eighties, really? somewhere in that time. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. You read the whole uh, obituary or whatever. I just I, remember I, those I two things. I didn't actually okay. read up on any of this stuff. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, if you see where I'm going here, I did not dig deep on the on the life sure. of times of Tony Katane. But yeah, she she dated Robin Crosby, uh, married. Um, David Coverdale, and then married pitcher Chuck Finley. And really, other than those those the rat album covers, white snake videos, the couple acting appearances, I know her most notably for going crazy and trying to murder her at that time ex-husband Chuck Finley. With, uh, with you know, she, she had some substance abuse issues. So, right. and, and and like like he had to get custody of the children and stuff. It was all messy and and, and very dark, disturbing stuff. I know she did seek some help and things of that nature, so I'm not... I'm just stating facts is all I mean there. That didn't mean that as any judgment. But I'll counter it to say that it showed up in enough mainstream things that I I over... Seriously, I heard like it wasn't just my news feed or whatever. That Metal Sludge, up, like <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I mean, I heard. I guess I Metal heard Sludge my, and Blabbermouth probably covered it. I think it hit more mainstream than that, but 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 I'll, I'll say that it was probably selective and stuff like that. But I was I'll say anything else you have to say on that? No, too? no. Okay, not yet. But you know, but you say it's, you said the reaction was kind of gross. Isn't that kind of what you said? Gross, perverted. I just, I mean, when you really break down what people aren't saying, but really are saying, I mean, uh, well, let, let me tell you this. Uh, how about how about I set it up like this? Uh, my my boy uh, out there in Denver, Wilson. By the way, him uh-huh. and his wife are preggers. Congratulations, weirdo. Oh, congratulations. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, Mike. Love you. Um, so he texted have a lot me. Of explaining for that tattoo in his back when his kid gets older. By the way, he texts me R.I.P. all the time. Like somebody from Smashed Gladys died, and and he texted me that, and I was like, who the hell is that? So, uh, in fairness to him, even though I was kind of mean to him, uh, he said R.I.P. Tawny Katane, and my response. You know, and I, and I waited a while to think about this. What do I want to say to this? I yeah. said, uh, you must now wait one week before thinking about her while masturbating. Fuck you, Black uh, <laughs> That is you the said way. Other people's, you said other <laughs> well, I didn't go on social media and post this stuff. You know, I mean, I yeah. kind of wanted to. It's like, God, what are, what are you guys doing here, man? Man, I just really, this is so, so sad. I, I really enjoyed Tony Katane. And it's like, well, me too, but I was, it's nuts. Right. No joke. Uh, my buddy Rob, he he texted me, same thing, like Tony Katane, RIP, like that. And I uh, I looked at him and I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. He's, he's giving me information. I'm glad he thinks this is important to yeah. text me in the middle of the day about this. But my response back was, it's very sad. I heard she died of David Coviddale, 19. Oh, mm. you suck. <laughs> He's texted back. That is a push, man. That is really bad. So uh, that was my uh, classy response. You did the jerk. I did the uh, the pun. Bad pun. What do you yeah. think? Uh, you know, I, I, think it, I, I think it represents us both perfectly. Um, yeah. And, you, I, and then I followed that up with, with, I heard she got it from the top of a car. 
from the t- from the hood of the car. <laughs> Even taking that joke, you know, further. Anyway, so I'm gonna go back to the whole thing about like. Uh, so you think it, it? You're essentially saying that people talking about it is the same thing as saying like some porn star died or whatever like that. Was that kind of your thing? Well, I mean, okay. Let me decode and say what I'm what I'm hearing when I see these people. Man, it's sure. so sad. I'm hearing. I just found out someone I used to masturbate to in 1985 passed away. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, that is that is really stirring up some horniness in me. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, again, I, what are you really saying? I mean, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, I, I used to jerk off to her I, a lot. Boy. I, you know that. what? But I will tell you, this goes, this is my view, man. And that is that hard rock, heavy metal has once again tainted the legacy of a beautiful, talented woman because she was involved in, in, in the hard rock community. Because if this was like Paulina Poroskova or something like that, which is the same thing. Uh, I had her poster up in, back in the '80s and stuff like that. If she died, there would be a celebration. She's in swimsuit, swim, you know, um, Sports Illustrated and stuff like that. But because the fact that her leg w- was covered in rats <laughs> on the on the cover of the Rats EP, she was on the cover of Out of the Cellar, and but she also has, you know, come on, we we have to mention too, Bachelor Party. Pff, come on, that's a great movie. Oh, that's right, she was in that, wasn't she? Yeah, she was the uh, Tom Banks's uh, too soon to be wife. So you got that going on too. But I just think it's because of the fact that it, she's connected to hard rock and she was writhing around on top of a uh, Camaro. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean everybody that I'm talking about, um, and I won't call them up by names. They're all fans of hair metal. You know, they're all yeah. fans of that scene. You know, I mean we all know her for the same reason and enjoy her for the same reason. And, sure. again, and again, she had some troubles later in life that, you know, sadly people deal with. And I, I, I again, I'm, I'm ta- I want to take Tawny out of the uh, out of the, the equation because I'm not mocking any her career, her death, any of this stuff. It's nope. It, it's the it's the response and, and who's responding. Right. It's like, let me to your point, though, when Kate Moss died, I've, I haven't masturbated to her once since. Oh, God. What about what is Bobby Brown still around? Is she alive? Uh, Kate Moss. Who? Bobby Brown. Yeah, she still is, yeah. Okay. okay, We're friends on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah, that one, it's it's like, oh, man, I remember when she was getting, like, hosed down by Jenny Lane. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be a weird one, too. Yeah, because you know you're going to get the same. You're probably going to get it times 10 with her. uh, Yeah. I think she took things to another level. Uh, (laughs) At least she did for me, anyway. (laughs) Stay down.
Well, we recently celebrated Mother's Day here in, in the great state of Minnesota. I don't know if that's a thing out in Denver. Um, <laughs> no, it's just regional. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, of course, Mother's Day where we, we uh, celebrate the women who brought us into the world. Um, so um, as I don't know if I, I actually shared this on the show. I know you are aware of it, but I found my biological mom about three or four years ago. Uh, actually mm-hmm. through an ancestry kit. It's a long story, but that's uh, the, the, the dots were connected through my half-brother, her, the son she would have had after, you know, after she uh, put me up for adoption. So I was talking to my the, the mom, my, my adopted mother on Mother's Day. The, 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 she's the one I call on Mother's Day. And mm-hmm. uh, we were talking a little bit, and um, she asked me, uh, she was telling me about how she was rearranging her room. And she was has this giant collection of Bibles, and I was like, "Dear God, she's she's gonna ask me if I want a Bible." And so she go. Thankfully, she was not going there. My mom does know who her son is. Um, but she she, she did ask. She's like, "Well, do you have a Bible still?" And I said, "Well, I have the one I, I got when I got confirmed, and then I have the one that Barb bought me. Barb is my mother and my my biological mother." Um, for some reason, she sent me a Bible, uh, and my mom just belted out laughing. And Amy could hear it through the phone in the other room, and she started laughing. And she's like, "When I was done, she was like, what it was like?" My mom thought it was funny that someone would give me a Bible as a gift. She's like, "Well, I, I take it you guys are still getting to know each other." <laughs> but I, I, I've never been happier to talk to my mom than when because uh, she she tries to shoehorn a lot of shit on me that it almost makes me feel like. You know, you do know me, right? You know, you raised me. We lived together for, you know, 20 years or whatever, you know. And she's like, yeah, you want to go to church Sunday? You know, that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, uh, I just thought that was cute. I just, I I, I love you, Mom. You made my day, and it was your day. So good on her. So your story here, uh, (laughs) just to unpack this, is that you were amused that one of your moms thinks it's amusing that somebody would offer you a Bible, thinking that you're that you're that bad of a person. Yes, is that is that what it is? Oh, I think she thought it was funny because uh, um, I don't think there was any. I, I think my my biological mom. I mean, it was there was no malicious intent there. It was just you know, but uh, it was just that she's like you know she doesn't know she doesn't know my son. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're not a guy that wants a Bible. Like and like I said, I actually thought she was setting me up to unload a bunch on me, but whatever. I'm going to back up from that's a beautiful story of Bibles <laughs> and Mother's Day and everything like that. But uh, I think the thing we need to unpack here is the whole Ancestry.com real quick. And mm. that is that you do realize that you at some point will be a connection now that you're in this database for some murderer or criminal, right? Ooh. You know how that works? You're in a database that somehow they can, con- that's what you're giving up? You're- I've heard the conspiracies, yes. Well, you've seen that some murders are solved through oh. <laughs> those, th- that whole. They'll never whole catch me loose. They- I'm too good. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm a shaved ape when I go into a murder scene. <laughs> I do like the fact that, that you won't, you won't give up uh, your birthday to Ticketmaster, but somehow your entire biological makeup is oh, floating here we out go. there in a database yeah. somewhere. Yeah, you won't put mm-hmm. your birth date on Facebook, uh, but, <laughs> but but you'll give all your personal information on your phone to one app, so it's easier for you to log into all your critical accounts. <laughs> well, the birthday thing actually isn't privacy. I just don't like getting birthday messages. Can't stand them. Listen, once you're past 12. Man, what the hell is actually, wrong with you? I'm not, no one's buying you gifts. 
doesn't matter. I don't need it. Oh, happy birthday. You know God, what? you were you just a stick in the was, mud, man. But it, Facebook told you, and that's why you're saying it. Mm-hmm. It's not in your personal calendar. I don't need a this and that. Just leave me alone. I'm past 12. I don't need candles. I don't need cakes. I'm a bitter man. I don't need any celebration. That, that's, that, that's is, why my that is actually there. very sad. That, that <laughs> someone saying happy birthday to you, is, is it ruins your day. Like, Just a few people. Would I you shut the fuck up? <laughs> happy birthday, my ass. What's so fucking happy about it? I'm closer to dying. Thanks for the reminder. That's that's the message I give everybody. Every, every time they have a birthday, I put that little message out there. No yeah, Congratulations. Another milestone in the aging process. Yeah, it doesn't I, get old. Never Everybody gets never gets old. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> like all like all three of your bits. They never tire. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Two two of those three bits are written by you. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, that's all. We can move. We can move on. But, but yeah, just so you know, let's get into some music talk here. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Queensrÿche is back in the news. Uh, one of our favorite bands. How do you say Queensrÿche? A couple of different ones. Hmm. Well, you Don't always we say Queen Shrike. Queen, Sh- isn't it Queen Shrike? It's Queensrÿche. I say Queensrÿche. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the same thing as uh, La Roth. Oh, who's that guy that was the uh, Jim Steinem? Jim Steeman? Seaman? Jim Seaman? Gloria Steinman? Whatever. Yeah, we didn't hear anything from Greg Schwein, so I don't think he listens to the show anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, Queensryche, uh, so there's been the whole little drama with their drummer. Um, when I talked to Jeff Tate, he kind of intimated that, like, something was happening behind the scenes that wasn't, you know, kind of out in the open. The, the, the band, the official band as it is, says, yeah, he took a leave of absence because his wife was pregnant or something like that, and okay. he just hasn't come back. <laughs> drummers yeah anyway so the drummer has has he a while a few months back he intimated uh in a cryptic uh social media post that uh the truth is not what they say it is once everybody knows the truth they'll understand better or something like that anyway he recently launched like i think his own Queensrÿche website or something like that and and it's just like uh like uh, yeah what's, he's what's he's, he's intimating that he is uh Going to start his own Queensryche. Basically, and maybe he'll hire Jeff Tate. Uh, and so we're going to have another legal battle over the name. I'm, I'm quite sure of, of that. There's clearly a story here that hasn't broken yet. Now, again, we're talking about a drummer, so who knows? What is the website, though? Yeah, let me Queensryche. Yeah, let me see if I can find this. Because I'm a, a QS expert. Is this the original drummer? I really don't know. This is, yeah. So this is the original drummer, Scott Rockenfeld. Uh, Okay. uh, He launches a cryptic, this is the headline, launches cryptic Queensryche 2021 website on his own. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, and the story quotes the current singer, Todd Latour, who replaced Jeff Tate. Um, He said recently that he has no idea no clue what Scott's been up to for the past four years. I have no idea what what he's do- doing or his exact words. Um, yeah, he went on paternity leave in 2017 and has hardly communicated with the bands or fan the band or fans since. So, uh, yeah, the the singer played drums in the last record. I know um, some guy named Casey Grillo has been their touring drummer. Um, but yeah, there's a brand new website, Queensryche 2021. Those are numbers. Uh, wow. Teasing a brand new world, a brand new experience. And uh, 
Anyway, uh, yeah, he, he he tweeted out, ready to fucking rock? I am. <laughs> Welcome oh to the God. new world. Got- Join the legions. I love it. I love I love when people... It, okay, so does that mean that he's purchased Coinstrike 2022, 2023, so he's just a re... It's just a new website every year? Because that's going to get pretty bad. Kind of like quick. Warrant 96, huh? Right. That's yeah. what I mean. That's that's ridiculous, like like you said. So really, this would be Queen Shrike version two, because there's only one out there now that they settled that, right? Because now it's just Jeff Right, Tate. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was settled, uh, and sounds like we got another one coming, because uh, Scott was in the band when all that went down. Um, so that was back in, yeah. what, 2011 yeah. or 12? I'm going to say this is just a play to get some some cash or whatever like that and sell it out, because I, can, I, I can't think of... I think there would be le- less interest in that, unless he did some move where he grabs Jeff Tate is is a big, well, very and, strange move of of that. And Chris uh, DeGarmo is out there, so I mean, I, I I really doubt that's going to happen. But sure. you would get you would have three fifths of the band, and they only have two fifths, right? So they would, and you'd have the original singer, which is always one of the the, the biggest things, of course. Yeah, that would be the only reason anybody would be interested in this madness. But I, I think there'd be least, less interest in this than Bobby Blotzer's Rat or, or the L.A. Gun, whatever <laughs> that thing is, too, right? I mean, it's yeah. these drummers, they've just... The problem is, is the business model has been set. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've seen they've seen Bobby Blotzer do it. They've seen... Uh, what's the guy's name in L.A. Guns? Oh, whatever Steve Riley. Name. That's right. That Steve, recently got settled, Steve too. Steve Riley. Yeah. That one and everything like that, drummer tried to make a move. So I think we are going to continue to see a complete revolution in older bands with drummers going rogue. <laughs> oh, you? drummers specifically. Uh, I yes. was thinking what we really need to, to look forward to is a package tour with Jack Jack Russell's <laughs> Great White, um, uh, uh, Stephen Riley's L.A. Guns, and Scott Rockenfeld's mm-hmm. Queensryche. Twisted Sister, Ooh, for God's sake. I just want an all. Brought to you by Metal Sludge. I want an all original drummer from original band led <laughs> side projects, all of them, uh, all of them. So what can right? we do? Peter Chris should do his own Kiss. Yeah, that's what I mean. Peter Chris's Kiss. You've got KK Downing's Priest. What the fuck? Oh, is they got to be on that that, that tour too. Yeah, KK's Priest. I, I kind of like the uh, the KK's Priest deal, even though I really didn't care for the song they released. If he's yeah. going to go out and play some Priest songs and he's calling it KK's Priest, that's pretty different than saying I'm Judas Priest 2021. You know what I mean? Uh, right. And, you know, look, they, they don't want him back in the band, even though he clearly would, would like to rejoin it. Why not get out there and tour, play some stuff, play the songs? It's really not that much different than, than just going out as KK Downing, I don't think. Uh, plus, he has, you know, uh, Ripper Owens singing and... Uh, I can't. Oh, he does. Yeah, and, and Les Binks. Now, he may or may not be a touring. I know he didn't play on the record, but I believe he is going to be their touring drummer. And that was the guy on uh, what? Uh, oh, Unleashed in the in the East. Um, like that that little trio of records that are on there. What is that? I, I'm huh. not I'm not great with the the chronological order before. That's screaming. right. The late '70s ones. Yeah, late right. early '80s. Like I, I swear he's on um, Hellbent for Leather and. Um, Oh, they're big one, British Steel. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, somebody can uh, call me and tell me I'm wrong. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but I get that. If you just called it KK Downing, I would like that better because then I would just know they're going to go out, play a few originals, and just rip 
through a bunch of bunch of classic priests at a club, and that'd be kind of cool to see, right? Yeah, I would go to it for. 15 20 bucks and just right. see him play some deep cuts. I think the 15 to 20 dollar uh, shows are done for a while. <laughs> True. No, you're right. That's what we're paying but, to see streaming shows. I got to well whatever. I know what you're saying. I get your point. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I definitely would, man. Yeah, if he's like playing like around here in one of those the smaller clubs, absolutely. But a drummer not going to pull me in. Got to tell you. Yeah. And that goes the whole thing too is is drummers should not be allowed to speak. I'm talking to you, Tommy Lee. I'm talking to you, Bobby Blosser. You stay behind your kit. You do your job. Unless you're singing, don't be coming out and talking to me in the audience. Stay behind there. There's a reason. There's a there's a thing in front of you is to keep you away from me. And I, yes. I yeah, oh yeah, and I, and I think if you look at the the few cryptic announcements Scott's made, these are very drummer related. Like like ooh. Bet you can't wait to hear what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, what is it, a drum solo? Next, Baco. Hold on a second. I'm just uh, wishing happy birthday to, to 19 people I've never met. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> See? They don't care, Baco. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Don't, don't, dude. You know what's even worse? If you don't even say happy birthday, you just bomb me with a bunch of party hat emojis. I don't even like party hats. Ooh, you suck. No one cares, loose. You, you, you're living a joyless existence, my friend. Oh, that's what I've been told. You know, I think Ther- I, you know what the problem is. Otherwise. Too much <laughs> too much church. It's just sucking the joy out of your life. That's right. <laughs> every Sunday. Oh man, ever ever since I got confirmed, I never looked back, baby. Best decision I ever made. That that was Perfect. the carrot on the stick. My parents said if you go through confirmation and get confirmed. Then you don't have to go to church anymore if you don't want to. I think secretly they thought mm-hmm. I would want to. I was like, I don't know what you guys you weren't listening to me. I was upset over missing ten minutes of football every Sunday. You see this? Mm. We agreed on this contract. 
I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Uh, now my my mother every now and then can coax me into going still. Just uh, but you know that's just doing something yeah. nice for, nice for your mom. A member of the Cobras on Fire group, a, a friend of the show, and a, a fellow podcaster of of sort. He's kind of taking a, at least a, a sabbatical from it, if not a retirement. But anyway, Eric Miller uh, chimed in in the group. He had uh, he had a, something he wanted us to discuss and share the the A B kind of thing of of a topic to get into. Yes, yes, uh, fellow deep thinker like us, mm. Eric Miller, smart his, guy, his yeah. His shared, but he's more book smart, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I think I could, a, I think I could beat him in poker. Yeah, I think he actually said he doesn't like books. I think he said that one time. <laughs> not a big read, not a big reader, just a big listener. But anyway, <laughs> so he shared with us the shopping cart hmm. theory, and that is a theory that that the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. The returning the shopping we... cart to the 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 corral. That's correct. Yeah. Returning it to, to the corral. And I got to tell you, the fact that we were talking about this means we were short on material this week. Mm. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, thank you, Eric. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and apparently I've, I've encountered this on social media a little more than you. This is a bit of a dead horse uh, topic, but hey, yeah. why not? I got some thoughts. How about you? Well, before we get into kind of the conversation of this, why don't you explain a little more what, what Eric shared with us? Yeah, it gets pretty deep. I'm going to do my best Wikipedia read here. So, to return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task, and one which we all recognize is the correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task, and one which we all recognize is the correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will find you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. <laughs> you must return the shopping cart because it's the right thing to do. Kind of repetitive because it is yeah. correct. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, <laughs> an, absolute <laughs> sa- an absolute savage who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with a law and the force that stands behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is good or a bad member of society. Your initial thoughts. Well, my initial thoughts are easy. I don't know. It really depends on the quality of the shopping cart um, and mm-hmm. what time of year it is here in Minnesota, pushing a, uh, a shopping cart through a bunch of sludgy snow with a jammed up wheel is not necessarily easy. And it flat out is not convenient. Uh, unless you're parked right next to the, the, the cart corral, it is not a convenience. So those two things flat out are just incorrect. Uh, they're not taking anything yes. I- into it. It might be overstating the importance of putting this stuff. I-, I think a lot of people are lazy. I mean, how can that how can it not just be that simple? So you're making some good points. First, I think in in theory, returning the shop to the corral is the right thing to do. Would you agree on that? I can come up with a reason that it's not the right thing to do, but I'm going to let you go on. Let's say for the sake of argument, yes, it is. Okay, but. In order for me to do so as a good person and not a complete savage, I expect certain things. 
before the shopping cart gets into the parking lot, the the owner must maintain the shopping cart's quality. We've all got got you know we've we've been to these places where you got the one with the wheel that's all screwed up and everything like that. And if that if there's anything mechanically wrong with a shopping cart, not obligated to return it. Yes, correct. Okay, you're agreeing with me on that. Mm-hmm. Also, weather conditions, I totally agree. Also, space planning. You cannot have a lot that has one corral in aisle three and then one that you have to go through two rows of cars to get to that corral to right. put it in there. Some retailers Correct. are much better than others. Uh, locally here, Menards is very bad. There's like three in their entire lot, whereas Target, you there about one. It seems like there's one every six parking spots. So, yes, to right. your point, that so, is a factor, yeah. Yeah. So if it seems realistically somewhat convenient, (laughs) I will return it. I will. I do think that you're a complete savage and animal if you just leave it there in the parking spot so nobody can actually park their car there. You need to put it on the – like I I curb it sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'll go up to the curb, you know, so it doesn't slide into other cars and cause destruction. That, I think you're a complete savage if you just leave it freewheeling. I think that the, the, what I do is I just, you know, especially if it's a, there's a slight grade to the uh, parking lot, which a lot of them do, I just, when I'm done loaded, I, I get my full force behind it and just shove it and see how far it'll go, and then I'm on my way. Where, where it hits, <laughs> where it lands is, is good. Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> you start your car first. Let, let me give, uh, give you um, an example of something that irritates me far more than pulling into a parking spot only to find I can't park there because somebody left a shopping cart there. What's that? That is, and it involves a shopping cart, is when I'm shopping and somebody stops their cart at a spot that makes it impossible for anybody to get through. They can clearly see other people around, but they'll park their cart, let's say, next to somebody else who's already parked. You know what I mean? They're they're looking at items on the shelf. So they're going to come up, and they're going to stop. It's even worse when it's just a little past it, but there's no way. You can't even walk through with a a basket. You know, I, I just, to me, that's... That's a bad person. That is just, I don't give a fuck about anybody but me. You can fucking wait. I'm going to stare at these different flavors of Oreos for two minutes. Uh, I cannot move my cart eight feet forward and let people exist around me. But here's another take. How about this? Job creation. There are people who are paid to go out into the lot to collect these carts. If we put everything in the corral for them, they will not need that job as much as normal. And now look at all the items that are going through at at, at any Target or grocery store. Let's say you just added one penny to every item scanned across that scanner. Nobody would notice the cost difference, and you would more than uh, uh, make up for any money the company would need to pay to hire somebody to go out and pick up the fucking carts for eight hours, ten hours, for the whatever the, the hours of business. I but am Baco, creating jobs. I, I am helping the economy by not putting my cart back. The argument I would have is that person is just supposed to go out to the corral to get them, and they need to be organized by the public, and then they take them back inside. They are not going on some kind of mission to find them everywhere. This this was was just a precursor to the self checkout, which is fucking total bullshit. You know, they they didn't have cart corrals in the seventies and eighties, kids. Okay, these things are fucking somewhat new. 
All right. So, and, and the reason yeah. they did it because they were the way, tired of paying somebody to go out there and get the carts all the time. And by the way, anybody that uses self checkout, just so you know, it's an unwritten law. Free candy bar. You get to take something for free for there. You're, yeah, you're not you're, paying the employees. Just put an extra thing in the bag. Something that's lightweight. That's don't not put it recognized in the bag. By the, by the scale. <laughs> we, reckon, we, we recommend shoplifting yeah. for using that convenience. Exactly. But yeah. And leaving your cart in the middle of the parking lot now that I think about fuck growls. I am a complete savage and animal. <laughs> so, so. But I'm also, hold on, I'm also humanitarian because what I do is if it's a particularly really nice cart and I am angry at the establishment that I've purchased my goods from, I use that as a donation to the homeless. I push it out to the end. I rip off that sensor and I say, here you are, homeless man. This is your new I don't know, means Mercedes of transportation. <laughs> it's right. Your new storage. This is my gift to the world. Put them up. You know what? Fuck them all. Take take all your shopping carts and put them as far out as you can. Give it to the homeless. Make that person work for his money to get the carts back and make it an adventure. Yeah, why not? I um, uh, I, I, I want to circle back a little bit. The guy who came up with the concept, because here's what happened. Someone said, you know what? If we had everybody put their carts in a corral, our cart collector guy could be available to do other stuff, and we wouldn't have to pay him anymore. He can then oh, mop, he can clean yeah, the bathrooms, and then he can go out, collect mm. carts, and come back in. And that same asshole invented the automatic sink, the automatic the, the putting hand dryers in bathrooms instead of towels. This is all about taking a little more and offering nothing in return. Yes. So yeah, I say I say people do not this, put your cart back. <laughs> don't put your cart back. Take an extra candy bar at the self checkout, and you realize that statement is flawed. They're just trying to Convenient. make that guy do more shit for the same pay. Oh, exactly. They're not giving me anything to do it, so fuck them. <laughs> so I'm not sure where you're going, Eric Miller, but if this is your theory, we've poked some serious holes in it. want to do i was flipping through show material and saw a headline on blabbermouth <laughs> that i thought was like a joke headline or something like that yeah and the headline said dave ellison is accused of grooming and that was that was the first headline i saw and i thought it was just a joke seriously it, it, i did of that he's accused of taking taking baths combing his hair whatever like that 
but then I, you get the article, and obviously you're going to go into it here. But I, I guess thought it was about is, shaving around the shaft of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> like manscaping or whatever. Yeah. Um, but have you? Were you familiar with this term? For what by it, the way, I, I guess I was kind of close. I had not. No. Yeah. Um, and, and why don't you explain okay. what the term? What, what it actually means here? Yeah, I'm going to actually pull up the definition so I get it right. Um, well, I'll just. So that's what I did. Is as I typed in like grooming <laughs> and sexual into did Google. Did you use Duck Duck it, Go? <laughs> I did not. So so then I've it's it's basically I guess uh, gaslighting or bringing somebody in t- that's underage um, into a, some type of sexual uh, relationship and convincing them that it's okay. And I might have that somewhat wrong, but it's. I think pretty it's pretty gross. gross. Yeah. And, yeah. and and I essentially, you know, cleared my history as soon as I did that too. But but yeah, so I never knew this term, but it was thrown out like a headline, like it was something that the average person would know what it was, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of like when someone says POTUS. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> POTUS grooming? No, just POTUS in general. Like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, just like, oh, they'll yeah. type in a comment. Like, I know, oh, that, I'm sorry, that means President of the United States. Like, good for you, man. I watched West Wing too, <laughs> you fucking prick. Whatever. So this this <laughs> this headline went dark quick. All right, so why don't you go into what this is about? Well, apparently Dave uh, had um, a, a some side action in Finland that they would video uh, chat and things would get, I don't know, to the level of masturbatory action. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently she recorded the video and somebody took it from her and, and released it to basically, I don't know, embarrass Dave. I don't know. I, I don't know what the motivation would be. It doesn't seem to take much nowadays when it comes to trying to get somebody in hot water over some bullshit uh not that this is bullshit but you know what i mean you know it just the motivation doesn't seem to be need to be anything dire like the, dave elveson screwed me and now i'm paying him back you know this is probably just some shithead so the, the story is essentially that there's some video of him you know doing himself <laughs> um that was uploaded somewhere i don't know if it's on yeah, I, mean, I, I, I didn't I seek it out. I've seen, I've seen still captures and some memes where they they, right. they put a bass guitar where his dick is, but uh, or the, I like that one that someone <laughs> did where they made it the Metallica load cover. <laughs> yeah, his has his he's, he's doing the O face. Oh, that's so gross, man. so gross. But but it's like I, first off, Lutheran pastor, of course, married. Uh, 27 years or whatever like that. Something like but that. He, but the, the, for, if this is actually, we don't know if it is somebody underage or not. Well, I can. Way, t- I, well, I would like to point out that Lutherans are allowed to jerk off. It's a Catholic. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. Is that one of the, is that, is that the Bible you got? That was, that, that was the, the, the only part of, uh, that was the only part of confirmation, oh, confirmation. that actually stuck with me. Uh, okay. So, well, I think it's the well, 11th commandment. Uh, it's actually Corinthians 23. <laughs> now, man, now man lay hand on man dong. <laughs> I'm going Confucius I, on it. I'm just, I'm just impressed that the Bible dropped okay to jerk off on FaceTime back back in the day. I know. You talk about Nostradamus. A, some fucking foresight there, man. Um, Amazing. But yeah, uh, I, I don't look... Um, <laughs> 
I, I assumed you know you had some puns of, of, of uh, song titles for them. The only, only one that I could really come up with was like "Hanger 18 and Over." <laughs> hey now, I like that one. <laughs> I'm a bit, I didn't get prepared for those. Uh, what I did, what I do have is I Dawn have, Patrol, I, as usual, Dawn's very... Place Patrol. <laughs> Keep going. Huh? I, I think I'm out. So far, so good. So you done. So so pud. Uh, holy balls. That's terrible. <laughs> but but here's my whole take on this. Almost First off, finished. <laughs> what? Like almost honest. I was almost uh, finished. Uh, 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 no, we gotta work on this part. We need to put. I'm leaving it put, in, put, baby. It's put, gold. Okay. All right. Well, so but, carry but on. on. This, it, yeah. So so this all came to light though, not because somebody uh, found it. I think online, but but Dave Ellis himself decides I'm gonna get out in front of this. I'm gonna let the world know that this video is somewhere on the dark web. And he released a statement, if you had to re- read it, which I'm not sure if this is the right thing to do. I do have the statement, but to your point, that is how I found out. I didn't know what he was talking about. It became a pretty big story no. after that, so I don't... Who knows? All right, so here's Dave's statement. Well, so he goes on to explain what we just talked about, that this video is out right. there, right? Right, And then he right. says, as much as it's not something I'm proud of, these were private adult interactions that were taken out of context and manipulated to inflict maximum damage on my reputation, my career, and my family. The other party involved has made a statement, which you can see below. I thank her for doing so, and I hope this clarifies the situation was not at all as presented. Humble yours, David Ellison. Okay, and it has her statement. It does. So her statement was, yes, these video calls did happen, but I was the one to initiate them and never was underage. I was always a consenting adult. Nothing inappropriate ever happened. It was all consensual. I'm not a victim. I have not been groomed in the slightest as I was the one to initiate it. I was just naive enough to record him and share it with a friend without his permission. In the end, it was all consensual and online. That last part to me is a little suspicious. Look, I was naive. I pressed record and then I showed my friends. Like who? Like how about this, Luke? I, I come over to your house. I'm like, hey, I got something on my phone you want to see, and you're like, what is it? It's a picture of David. It's a video of David Ellison jerking off. You want to watch it? <laughs> Is <laughs> that's going to be a hard no for me? Uh, <laughs> it's like I thought it was pictures of your vacation. <laughs> Where did this go? You know, I thought this is like the the meal you had last night at Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> no, no, I mean, this is a, this is the uh, bass nope. player from Megadeth, and he's masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me, let me see that. Let me uh, let me just check that out for our next. Uh, how long does it take? Is it a fifteen minute video? I mean, how do you just share that with a friend? But 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 going to that, there's a couple of suspicious things on there too. Uh, you know, the statement sounds like something that a PR age, uh, you know, he probably like a got press some release help. statement yeah. from a, a girl from Finland who's, I'm going to guess, 20, 19, if she's not underage and stuff like that. But the thing is, too, is that who's confirmed that statement with her? We don't even know her name. And the whole thing is kind of bizarre. Mm, like, it's this on, she pro- had an Instagram page, which has been shut okay. down. But uh, OK, OK. So there but was some really validity confirmed. there. Yeah. Sure. But, but all these kind of things are like, like, did you really, you're not, it's not like you're Tom Cruise. You, I don't think you really need to get a, ahead of this thing that much. It is, first off, it would have been floating out there and he could have said, yeah, that does kind of look like Dave Ellison or not. I mean, is there like an ID? Could, could have been just a nor- other dude with long hair. Why? Hey, why didn't he just old. pull that out? Like, wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. Exactly. Uh, just guy, the, yeah, the, I see the resemblance, but no, that's, that's fucking that's not, not me. me. Yeah, she's she's been fucking uh, catfished. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, mate. Hey, I'm I mean, a bass player from Metallica. Oh, watch me jerk. Yeah. What about the fact that they have these things called, um, oh, uh, f- great fakes or something like that? I can't remember mm. what it's called. Um, where they make people like digitally their faces now. Yeah. I can't remember. Deep fake. Deep fake. They have all these deep fake videos. You can say they have a deep fake video. It's not me. Somebody digitally decided to make a video of me jerking off. It's not me. I think that would have been the appropriate. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way to go, man. Uh, deep I'll, fake Ellison. I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate something I, I said with Don Jameson, uh, and that is that the Dave needs to be smarter in these situations because, like, I thought about jerking off when I was talking to Don on Skype, but I was like, "What if he's, what if he's, you know, recording it?" So, and that's why I don't do it when we talk. I don't know if you're going to record. So, I right. to to quote you: always assume somebody's recording you. Always, yeah. Every single conversation, every single thing you're on the phone, everything. This could come out. Be careful what you say. Yep. Uh, Masturbate do, in the and, dark, and, people. Right in the dark. You said, it, and why did why did he have to? Why did she have to see him? It should have been a one way. <laughs> I'm Dave Ellison. I'm covering this lens up, and I'm going to watch you. I mean, come on. These are basic, basic, <laughs> you know, things to do when you're famous. Why would you ever do that? Come on. Oh, but any, but but going back to the whole thing. Hopefully, it's not. I have a feeling, though, this is going to, as things do, if you're going to put out this kind of statement, there's more to it. I think, unfortunately, that may be the case. That is the pattern, right? Every time something like this happens, it turns out. Because even like uh, we should read Megadeth's statement. Yeah, please. uh, You know, bandmate, friend, quote, business partner uh, of the last, uh, you know, 35 years or whatever. uh, Dave, Dave Mustaine has something to say, too, about this coming out. All right, so here's the, here's the official statement from Megadeth then. Um, we are aware of the recent statements regarding David Ellison and watching developments closely. As it relates to creativity and business, we are all familiar with one another. However, there are clearly aspects of David's private life that he has kept to himself. As the situation unfolds, it is important that all voices be heard clearly and respectfully. We look forward to the truth coming to light. That... We talk about a PR response. Um, that was yeah. something like that. That's basically like the head of HR at Megadeth right. fucking wrote that. And uh, and that part where there's clearly a part of his life that we were unaware of is probably the, the, the part Dave should be worried about. Like, um, they see this as, as a bigger issue, possibly. Yep. Not an isolated incident. And we don't want to, I don't want to do any kind of assumptions here. This is a, a very odd situation. But I'm going to just tell you, I'm going to lighten it up a little bit here and just say that, that again, I'm looking at this from a complete selfish uh, view, as you would expect of course. from, from me as usual. Like, how does this affect me? How does this, mm. how does this affect LC's life? And that is that I was looking forward to seeing Megadeth this fall, finally yeah. getting on tour, stuff like that. There's probably, he's probably going to be fired from them. They're I'm probably going to just go, go away. It's going to be, and that's a back to Mega Dave. I don't really want to see Mega Dave. If, if I'm Mega Death, it's always been the Dave and Dave crew. The fact that this thing it, uh, uh, may or may not un, unfold is, is terrible also puts me to the thing is, is anybody famous? Actually, a good person. <laughs> it's like it's like all, right. all these things keep happening all over the place, like these odd things. So it's like, geez, can somebody just not be in a controversy? Can you just can you just lie to me? Can I just not know this stuff about yourself? <laughs> can Adrian Peterson just take the ball and fucking run? Yes, exactly. You have to That's beat your kids. Uh, no, um, right. I'm gonna take. Let's say I'm gonna take the facts at face value until I hear more. And at that point, right. my official stance is: this is between him and his wife as far as any issues. This really shouldn't right. affect too many other aspects of his life. I'm just saying, 
an old guy finding a young girl attractive and then masturbating to it is not exactly groundbreaking, even if he is married. Right. And it's just um, now, again, the, the conversation between him and his wife, that's a very different situation. I'm not married to him. Um, so but but, yeah, look, everybody like it, like like we said, you go to rock and pot, every hand you shake held the penis at some point. So sure. Uh, yeah. Daves, you motherfucker. <laughs> Most likely their own. Uh, considering the the male to female ratio there, but anyway, yes. Uh, jokes about rock and pot aside, yeah, I, I just I hope there isn't more to it because David does seem like a nice guy. He's always been. And we just met. That's another thing too. that's weird about this. I just met this guy yeah. two years ago for the first time. No shit, at rock and pot. Man, he was he was great. He was cordial, nice um, guy, and he was great. accommodating yeah. to all the fans that showed up and everything. He was available and always kind of seems to have been that guy. So. At least you have something new to talk about next time you interview him. <laughs> I got a feeling that Dave won't be taking interview requests for a while. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe he'll get on with Oprah. Uh, we'll have one of those yeah. like uh, Lance Armstrong kind of deals. Like, uh-huh. Sure. I was using porn, uh, performance enhancing uh, porn. <laughs> yeah. What do you think his little uh, wristband will be? Oh, uh, well, you have to have the wristband first. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jerk Strong. Mm. I think that's good. You know what also is kind of awkward, though, Baco? What's that? You know, just imagine, you know, Megadeth, it's the same thing as any workplace. You go to work with some dudes. Mm-hmm. How is that going to be him going back to going back, going back to next <laughs> band practice? Oh, yeah. You know, how do you walk back into work after that and talk to your, talk to your boss? Hey, uh, sorry about the sorry about that, boss. It would probably be beneficial. Can I play Hangar 18? We can just all forget about it. <laughs> I think it'd be beneficial for every uh, teenager to get busted masturbating a couple times growing up, and then you know it, it would normalize all this. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I think everybody should have a video of themselves. <laughs> Why off. not? Just <laughs> just e- e- just equalizer. It's, it's, it's like everybody does it, man. Just all take videos of each other and put them on put them online, and then nobody's embarrassed anymore. Oh yeah, you did it better than I did. It's like when I Bill, like that move. Billy Madison peed his pants to show solidarity to the the, the right. kid. <laughs> do the same thing here, man. There you go. Why don't, I'll why do it too. Let's ask, let's ask that of, of of our fellow podcasters and listeners of the show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's all like get 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 some video out there. Throw it out there of yourself, man. Yeah, just just tag it. Uh, uh, <laughs> kind of set your phone uh, up on your I, knee or something, and you get a good angle. Yeah. <laughs> just ta- <laughs> just tag it. Hash hash brown jerking pod. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me get some puns here. Let me just see. Yeah, and you know what they should off. do instead of showing uh, "Kiss Me, Spano the Park" at Rock and Pod, just run the stream of these. <laughs> We can comment and guess who it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Uh, hey, who, who you, do you think this is? You, you zoom, you have it close up, and then you zoom out and you show who it is. And it's like, oh! Uh, you know, the tank gave it away. <laughs> I hope this is late enough for, for the show for Craig Smith. He's got breakfast done. You so. motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. That's true. <laughs> you know, I think that, I, I seriously think if, if Dave Ellison had, had not put out a statement, that this story would have came and went. Oh, uh, yeah, and since he did release a statement, things have gotten out of hand. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Those are two pretty good ones. Hold on. <laughs> I need a fucking rim shot. It's a different kind of rim shot. Mm. It's going to be touch uh, and go for a while. <laughs> His status in Megadeth, that is. Oh, uh, yeah. 
hands hands down the most newsworthy he's been for a while. <laughs> oh boy! Hold on. Well, I mean, if you think about it, maybe they're going to keep Dave around because he can come in handy. It sounds it sounds like broken English. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. What is the best Megadeth song to to masturbate to? I would. I don't know. Holy Wars. I think Megadeth might be the most unsexy music ever made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, maybe maybe some peace cells. It's got a good good groove to it. Come on, that's probably the best one. I say go with peace cells. There you go. I, yeah, that's a good one. But uh, I got nothing else, man. All right. No more puns. No more. No more uh, bad taste jokes. I think we're done. All right. Do you want to get out of here? I feel dirty. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a bunch of your dude wipes and just wipe my entire body down when we're done talking here because <laughs> it's, it's just idea. gross. Uh, Understood. I feel icky. Okay. All right. So, Mark's not dead. But uh, there's some knuckle children that aren't gonna make it. the fact that she's black I, just <laughs> I understand I get the joke it's not dead but it's uh like been caught on camera Bruce jerking off I was singing rock's not dead but like um there's some knuckle children that aren't gonna make it <laughs> oh my no even heard that term before. That's terrible. <laughs> but some knuckle children aren't going to make it. That's it. There's nothing worse than that to end the show. Knuckle children. <laughs> oh boy. Wow, we're using that. I just learned a new thing. That smoke show and knuckle children are two things that I'll learn for, from anything from meeting you that I've never heard those two terms before.
is a random pole, Kate Moss. <laughs> Have you ever lifted a piece of furniture and found the carpet underneath looks brand new while the rest of it looks, well, not brand new? That's when you realize you need new carpeting. At the Home Depot, we have a wide selection of all the top brands. Best of all, we'll install it for you. And even better than best of all, we install it free. So all you need to do is choose from our hundreds of styles and colors. Start your installation today at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Minimum purchase of $4.99. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. See store for details. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 